Welcome to episode 26 of Becoming MindStrong, and today we're going to do a deep dive into the world of macros. If you're all caught up on Becoming MindStrong on season one and on the beginning of season two, you know that I talk quite a bit about macros, about macro tracking, about how I believe it's the single most sustainable approach to nutrition. And over the course of the next two episodes, we're going to dive deep into what macros are, why I believe it to be the most sustainable approach to nutrition, and what it means to track macros. Check it out. Welcome to Becoming MindStrong, the official podcast of MindStrong Fitness. My name is Rachel. I'm the owner and head coach of MindStrong Fitness, and I am here to teach you truth. No more bullshit, no more point systems, no more shakes, no more raps. This is math and science, and we're going to learn how to do it together. Ready? Let's rock and roll. So over the course of the next two episodes, we're going to dive deep into the world of macros. We're going to talk about what they are, why I believe it to be the single most sustainable approach to nutrition and what tracking macros actually looks like. And I'm going to share with you my favorite analogy for budgeting, because that's really what macro tracking comes down to is budgeting. But first we need to start the conversation with what macros are. When we talk about macros, that's simply short for macronutrients. They're the nutrients of which we need the most, which is why they're called macronutrients. There is a such thing as micronutrients. Those are vitamins and minerals. Those are beyond the scope of this conversation. For right now, we are going to talk about macronutrients, which we call macros. There are three macros or three macronutrients, your carbohydrates, your carbs, your fat, and your protein. So when you hear me talk about macros, all I'm talking about are carbs, fat, and protein. That's it. And if you take any food off the grocery shelf and you flip it over and you look at the nutrition label, you will see a whole bunch of information on there. You'll see vitamins, you'll see protein content, you'll see fat content, you'll see carb content. And those three macros are what we are focused on. So the first thing to understand is very basic. Macros equals macronutrients equals your carbs, your fat, and your protein. Now, here is what we need to understand. This is where we're going to really start our conversation. Our bodies, no matter what you believe, no matter what your religious background, whether you believe we came from monkeys or a big bang or anything in between, the way our bodies are designed, we're not talking philosophy. We're not talking religion. We are talking human biology. Our bodies are designed to run on a combination of all three macronutrients. If you struggle with your weight, if you struggle with obesity, if you're slightly overweight, the issue is not because you are eating carbs. It is not because you're eating fat. It is not because you're eating protein. It's because you're eating too many calories. When we go on a diet where we try to cut out an entire macro group, where we cut out carbs, where we go on a low fat or a no fat diet, we are not fueling our body the way it was designed. And that's when we run into low energy. That's when we put our body into a state of dis-ease. That's where that word comes from, disease. We are not fueling our body the way it was intended to be fueled. And then we wonder why we're walking around feeling like crap. So we need to understand that literally human biology, <laughs> when you study it, it is designed that each macro plays a role. Our body needs a combination of all three macros to run at its best. The problem is not that carbs make us fat. The problem is not that fat makes us fat. The problem is not that protein makes us fat. The problem is that we're not eating the right proportions of these foods or we're making less nutritious choices 
or more typically a combination of the two. And that's where we run into struggles with our weight. So let's dive into what each macro does. And then we're going to expand the conversation into what this looks like when it comes to macro tracking. What does that mean to track macros and how do we know how much of each one we need? So let's start with carbs because carbs, we all know carbs get a bad rap, right? Poor carbs. I want to give them a big old hug <laughs> and apologize for mass media. Carbs are our body's energy source. I'm going to say that again. When it comes to the way the human body is designed, carbs are our energy source. When your body needs energy, the first thing it looks for are carbs. So when you go on these diets, and we talked about this quite a bit in the episode on keto, when you go on a diet where you are limiting carbs, you're going super low carb or you're cutting out all carbs. What happens is this, and follow me closely here. When your body needs energy, it goes to its first source carbs. When it doesn't find carbs for a prolonged period of time, that's when it'll put itself in a state of ketosis. It'll produce ketones. It'll use those to burn for energy. But here's the part we need to focus on when it doesn't find its first choice. Now, I don't know about you, but I am blown away by the human body. Like my body can heal its own wounds. It can breathe by itself when I'm sleeping. It keeps my heart pumping without my conscious thought. My body does not need me to trick it. The reason that we struggle with weight loss is not because we haven't tricked our body into losing weight. If our body is designed to go to carbs for energy, give your body freaking carbs, give it what it wants. The problem is we have to learn to give it carbs in the right proportions and the healthier version of carbs. But what we need to understand is that carbs do not inherently make us fat. Carbs are not the enemy. Carbs are our body's go-to fuel source for energy. Next comes fat. Fat after carbs, fat gets the worst rap, right? And it makes sense. Like what a terrible name that we have named fat fat because now we believe that fat makes us fat. <laughs> and just like any other macro, just like carbs, just like protein, fat does not make you fat. The only thing that makes you gain weight is eating more calories than you burn. What fat does for us is it helps aid in vitamin absorption. So let's say that you're eating lots of fruits and vegetables and things with all those micronutrients, those vitamins and minerals. If you're on a low fat diet, your body physically cannot absorb all of the vitamins, all that good stuff you're giving it because it doesn't have the fat that it needs to do so. The other thing fat does is it regulates our hormones and it's fantastic for our brain. So you may have experienced this before. If you've been on a, I know that I have, if you've been on a prolonged low fat diet, sometimes you just catch yourself feeling super foggy brained. It almost feels like you're hungover, but without all the other side effects, it's just like this cloud around your brain. And the reason is because you're, you're depriving your body of the fat it needs. Your body cannot properly regulate its hormones. Your brain can't function at maximum capacity if you're in a prolonged low fat diet. So just like carbs, the act of eating fat is not what's making you gain weight. It's eating too many calories. It's possibly eating. I don't want to say the wrong kinds of fat because this is not all or nothing, but it's about making nutritious choices the majority of the time. And finally, we get to protein because we know that our three macros are carbs, fat, and protein. And protein is the only macro that doesn't really get a bad rap, but it's misunderstood. Protein is the building block. This, this is where we build muscles. This is where we get strong bones. Your body needs protein in order to build, in order to maintain muscle and, and bone structure. What protein does not do, however, is it's not Popeye's can of spinach. 
It's not like you down a protein shake and suddenly your muscles start bulging out. And this is actually, I joke about it, but it's a common misperception where people say to me, you know, I've been drinking a protein shake every day and nothing's happening to my body. And the answer is, yeah, it's not Popeye spinach. That's not how this works. We need protein in order for our muscles to grow. But if we're not lifting heavy, if we're not pushing our muscles to do what they can't yet do, if we aren't doing all the steps that we've talked about in past episodes that lead to muscle growth, protein's not going to help you. So you can't get those things without protein, but you also need (laughs) to, to put in the work for that protein to go to work. Protein is probably the only macro that most of us are not getting enough of. Most of us tend, and this is a generalization, but it's just what I've seen in years of doing this. Most of us tend to overeat on carbs and fat and underdo it when it comes to protein. So it's one of the few supplements when we talk about protein powders, protein bars. In a past episode, we talked about how to know if you need supplements. And we discussed that supplements are there to do what their name implies, to add to your diet. And a good protein powder is one of the only supplements that most people will benefit from simply because most of us are not getting enough protein in our diet. So takeaways from where we are right now. When we talk about macros, we are talking about your macronutrients. They are the three nutrients of which our body needs the most, hence the name macro. Very simply, your macronutrients are your carbs, your fat, and your protein. We need a balance of all three macros. Carbs are our energy source. Fat helps in vitamin absorption and brain function. And protein is the building block. It's how we develop muscles. It's how we sustain bone strength. It's the building block of our body. So when we talk about macro tracking, and in part two, in the next episode, we're really going to get into more of what macro tracking entails, and we'll get more into the nitty gritty. But when we talk about macro tracking, the general overview is this. The reason that I refer to it as the single most sustainable approach to nutrition is because as we've talked about in past episodes, restriction is never going to work. And you've heard me say, I don't care if you have the willpower of a Navy freaking seal. It goes against human nature to put horse blinders on and say, I can't, I can't, I can't. When it comes to macro tracking, it is all about budgeting. So the overview idea that we'll get more into in the next episode, but the overview idea is that you're going to figure out your personal macro plan, or you're going to have a coach figure out your personal macro plan. So they will come back to you or you'll do the work and you'll wind up with a piece of paper that says, here's your total calories. Here's your grams of carbs. Here's your grams of fat. Here's your grams of protein. And it is just like a financial budget. You can eat whatever the hell you would like as long as you quote unquote, spend your macros every day. And again, we're going to dive much deeper into what that looks like. And I'm going to expand on that analogy, but here's what I want you to understand for today. Most of us are so accustomed to this idea of a cheat day or a free day or a binge day or whatever you want to call it. So we spend all week horse blinders on. I'm eating clean. I'm eating clean. I'm eating clean. Come Saturday. It's like, okay, I've been so good all week. I'll just have this pizza pizza piece of pizza. And we all know where it goes from there, right? Well, I was so good. I could have a second piece. Well, I've already had a second piece and I've undone all my good work. So I may as well house the whole pie. Well, I've already had pizza. So I may as well have ice cream and down the rabbit hole we go. But when you learn to approach nutrition from a sustainable standpoint, when there's nothing that's off limits, when you have the option of saying, you know what? It's Tuesday. It's not a cheat day. It's not a splurge day. It's not a binge day. It's just Tuesday. 
And you know what? I really want a freaking piece of pizza. So I'm going to choose to quote unquote, spend some of my macros on this piece of pizza. When we make that mindset shift, well, come Saturday, there's no need to cheat. There's no need to binge because it doesn't matter if it was Tuesday or Saturday, pizza is pizza and we can have it anytime we freaking want. So to me, the beauty of macros, the beauty of not living off restriction is without even conscious effort, we heal our relationship with food. We get out of this idea of good foods or bad foods. Yes, we make nutritious choices the majority of the time, but we get out of this mindset of what foods I'm allowed to eat on days I'm being good and what days I'm allowed to eat on days when I cheat, which just leads to binging and, and just puts a hole in our progress. And when you track macros and when you've done this for a while and you really learn the skill, because that's what it is. It's a skill that we learn without even conscious thought. You'll look back in 12 weeks, in a couple months, and you'll say to yourself, oh my gosh, I can't believe I used to live in this tug of war with my relationship with food because I just don't think of it that way anymore. There are no good foods or bad foods. It's all about choice. And I know how to make healthier choices the majority of the time. But the key is that I also know how to fit those more fun foods in every now and then. And when we start to approach nutrition this way, it's not a diet. You will literally never diet again because you have healed your relationship with food. So in the next episode, part two of this, we're going to really dig into what macro tracking looks like. I'm going to expand on this analogy budget so that you can understand what it looks like to not only have your own macro plan, but what it looks like to stick with it, to learn the skill and to completely heal that relationship with food. If you're ready to completely heal your relationship with food, Go grab your copy of Becoming Mindstrong, the truth about health, fitness, and the bullshit that's holding you back. You can find it on amazon.com, Becoming Mindstrong. <laughs>